we have been joined halfway through, part of the way through, from way through, by uh, him. Who are you? Um, I'm Christopher Brian Cornelius Hain. Cornelius? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a good middle name. It's not a bad middle name, in fact. Um, I've listened to like one of these podcasts. Another Wait, one why in... are, you, like, are you enjoying if you've only listened to one? <laughs> Another one in Smithley. So um, it's, it's great to be here. Can you subscribe to the iTunes? Great, great schedule. Um, I am now, because in my head I just done it. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. If you actually think about it, it's actually a rather poor, short answer. <laughs> but I thank you for kindness. <laughs> 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 you've done the pressure on me. It's like them DJs who get the nutball on the phone and like humour again. Very funny. Next caller. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not just a randomer. Or psycho. Or psycho. What's that? I don't know something else. I'm the worst person to be on the radio, aren't I? Fucking us both. It's okay, it's fine. We we beat them. Oh, right, okay. It's not an over, is it? It's a quack. It's a quack. We crack him out. I'm going to just do one like randomly just to keep him on their toes. Probably if you just go, arse! Fun, fun, fun. What's the next topic in conversation? Just by saying ah, so it reminded me of Father Ted, it reminded me of Irish, it reminded me of a great story I heard recently. That's a good link. <laughs> Seriously, that's how my brain worked to get there. It's a great story. Um, I don't know where in Ireland, but somewhere, uh, this fire engine crew was called out to, um, I can't believe they actually do this, but apparently it's a true story. They were called out to rescue a cat from a tree, and they did this and got the cat down. It was like, it was like this old woman, this woman who owned a pub. And they, they went to the fire crew. Thank you very much, guys. Would you want, like to come in and have a whiskey? And they went, you know what, the other crew's on now. We will come in and have a whiskey. So they went in, um, and it was getting on for the kind of evening time, and slowly the rest of the village started coming up and that. And they were having a very good time, drinking a bit and that. Um, and then it came time for them to leave and go home. And they got in their fire engine. You know, they let the people in the village play with the fire engine and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> We're pulling off. As you would. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, see. Um, they were, they there were leaving. There is a fireman, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Is there there's, no, no, there's not. Is there not? There's an Indian fireman. No, it's an electrician. No, it's electrician there's not a fireman. There's not there's a policeman. No, no, let's just sort this out really quickly. Policeman, builder, Indian, engineer. I'm missing one. I swear it's not a fireman. Though. Policeman. Yeah, I don't think what, No, policeman. Builder? Builder. Indian. Oh, the Red Indian! Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah, I did. Oh, policeman Indian. Engineer. Engineer. Policeman. Fireman. Engineer. Indian. Honestly, I don't know. Can I get back to my story now? Yeah. Okay. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, they'd enjoyed themselves, they had a good time at this pub where they're dressing the cat in the tree. As they were driving off, ran over the cat. Oh, it's an army man. <laughs> oh, no. Army man, he's right. But they just squished the cat with their fire engine. Oh, that is the one they rescued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a very good story. Yeah. What about the call-out charge for that? <laughs> we spent £25,000 to kill a cat today. <laughs> fire protection money. Um, yeah. What were we going to talk about before I got sidetracked by the word arse, which took me to that? We've got many things done. This is a different way. 
I can tell you about the difference between Scotland and England having just got back from there today or yesterday. Well, then. Well, Scotland's still rugby. No, it's not. I mean, it's um, it's interesting. I went there for four days during the yesterday and noticed it's so less built up in England. And you'd be driving along country lanes, more so than most ways, and you'd be seeing rolling hills in the background. Sounds like Wales to me. So it probably would be like Wales. It's really picturesque and it's really green. You can always see the sea because it's like created in if you look at pictures of Scotland. There's yeah. always like loads of bridges and stuff going past. It's, um, it's wonderfully peaceful. It's like going back in time. Those are small villages. Lots of built up. And uh, the way, the thing that strikes me most when I went to the city, because it hasn't been so, um, it's not as like cosmopolitan London. It's so much like, um, like the White Sox. And you kind of look at how their culture hasn't been influenced by any sort of other cultures. Um, yeah, pretty much that. Crazy for them, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's strange, but it's more, more like Gothic, more kind of that type of thing, rather than like um, urbanish. Oh, into hip hop, not really so much that. It's really interesting. Can you tell me the difference between Scotland and Wales? Scotland, you can take our land, but you'll never take our freedom. You can take our land. Don't forget our freedom as you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the main problem with Scotland. It's like all they making angry all the time. They're just seem always ranting about something this, that, and the other. We don't get enough taxes. We pay too much. England pay. Whereas in Wales, we're just quietly bitter. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm not letting Tom get away with that. That's complete crap. <laughs> no, <it's really> <laughs> Scotland is always bad. Wales is like the perfect colony. Scotland they never complain. Scotland doesn't complain, doesn't complain because they get so much because Labour needs to keep them happy because all their seats come from Scotland. Exactly. They get loads of things like free education and things like that. Exactly, that's my point. But, I mean, they, but it's not the Scots people complaining. It's them like, yeah, I'll take more. Thank you, Labour. They're just Labour buying stuff of both in that way. Buying yeah. from, from England. They've lost like half their Scotty folks anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to Glasgow. I don't know if they lost all the buyers. I don't know the outcome. When was the outcome? I don't know. I think it's We're the worst podcast. We've probably known these like keeping our viewers in town. We don't know. It might not have been out yet. I haven't seen it. Never know. I mean, if they lost it, it would be on the news, wouldn't it? Yeah. If they won it, probably wouldn't it? Oh, Gordon Brown, To be fair, I think most of the problems Paul Gordon Brown's facing, he inherited. No, yeah, from his own like inadequacies, yeah. he sold the gold reserve at like a quarter of its value today. Oh, like, I don't think the knife pound thing all is gold for like two hundred million was worth about eight hundred million. It's a ridiculous waste of money. He wasted all his cash, all his cash. Knife crime. I don't think that's a new problem. It's just bigger than it was. Possibly the biggest problem in society at the moment is the economic downturn. And Gordon Brown's been Chancellor for the last ten years, so yeah, it, is, it is a worldwide. Economic downturn. Yeah, I'm sure and he, he wasn't Chancellor of the world. But he is, but because of the, the thing, the example I highly stuff is this public might come up, it shows how incompetent he was as a Chancellor. Yeah. And he's completely undersold all of There's no Alan Greenspan or whatever they call him. Make some names up there. What's that, Alan, Alan Gray? Alan yeah. He's the uh, American econ- economist. He's, he's prime slated in the greatest economist of this last century. He was American? Yeah. Alan Smith? I think he was potentially before, if I'm honest. <laughs> Way back in the 1800s. Um, we move on to something less serious. 
And then we do rather serious stuff, which we tend to run out of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, rapidly, <laughs> quickly. Everyone's done, and it's just me blagging it. We started talking about politics, and Tim hasn't said a word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing is important. In the toilets, but they have quite a serious gag. I dropped one of the bits. Gag is signed for heroin. They have in their toilet blue lip. So that can't feel things when you pick up, and also when you leave. Very interesting. It'd be pretty grim though if you go to the toilet and you could see the bloodstones there, but they haven't cleaned up yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's this? Dodgy computers. Getting some like dodgy bright computers. Dump it. If I never go to dodgy cubicles. This is in Shonda, like Turkey Square. What were you doing in Scotland seeing your relatives? Yeah, my granddad is. He's not Scottish. He likes to be there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. My grandmother's Scottish and stuff. Do you think they separate Scotland from England? No. It's been a long time since I was in Scotland. All I can remember is it rained. It was like being at home. I loved it. Oh, I won't want to go to Wales now if it's going to rain a lot. Love the rain. It mostly rains. Mm-hmm. It sounds exaggerated, but it's usually not. Like one or two weeks a year. And the one time Tim came, it happened to be sunny. For a week. For the whole time he was there. <laughs> oh, Tim bought the sunshine with him. <laughs> Where okay. Are we move on with another very smooth link. I don't really have a smooth link. Yeah, we're like just smoothing into different, like, ju- like massive gears, joint subject changes. What I thought would be fun to talk about when making my always kept food list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, what I've got to do for my PGC application thing, I've applied, it's not for that thing, before I start, I have to write this 2,500 for 5,000 word thing called an educational autobiography. Wow. So I was thinking, thinking stereotypically, what are all the things that have to go in an autobiography? Like, many sexcapades and that kind of stuff. So I thought we could come up with, like, a stereotypical one, write it, and sell it as, like, an actual person, see if anyone buys it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my educational autobiography shouldn't actually include sexcapades. I'm completely zoned out there. I heard the word sex. Sex grades. Sex grades, like, keen back in. Like, what's going on? <laughs> we were writing some sex grades. We're not doing the podcast anymore. <laughs> if you were to write a stereotypical autobiography, what kind of thing would you include in it? Because this turns out to be delicate. I couldn't. Oh, no, but like. I don't know how much detail I'm going to my rather debaucherous university. Not about your actual life, like a stereotypical one. We're not talking about you personally. I think the thing is... But if it's always a biography, by definition, it would be me personally. Can you explain it to him any better? Oh, bank of rights. <laughs> no, my we're doing it for, like, a made-up this person. This is exciting. Should I read out my method? That was my phone when I had a battery. I have no friends. I literally have no friends. I didn't even go to the pub with my friends. I've been walking around Brighton on my own for the last two hours. <laughs> that wasn't even your ringtone. <laughs> no, for like, if you were going to make up a person and then write their autobiography and try and tell it like they're a real person. Oh, uh, right. I never read okay, autobiographies. Like, what kind of thing are always in... Because you need some kind of revelation about a famous person. So that'll sell it. So, like, you can make up that it's... What were we saying earlier? The Queen... 
It, it's actually a big two pack then. One rolls along looking for two pack. Need to have an illicit love child. There has to be an illicit love child in some kind of sexcapade. This kind of thing. Oh, that's where the sex debate came in. Oh, now I get it. A torturous childhood? Do you see what we're going for? Oh, it might have actually been a bad idea. I think we pretty much covered it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're done. I mean, I'd maybe like... Three. You're going to have to make up some stuff, aren't you? The whole point of it is to turn The whole thing is made. Yeah. To this PGSC, and they're not going to hire a boring person, aren't they? Do you have to make an autobiography? I have to make an educational biography, which I think they just want to know about my education, and then need to analyse it. I think... Sorry. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> well, Plus three like... years to be quite amusing to analyze. Hmm? Plus three years to be quite amusing to analyze. Now I got my degree in Mario Kart. <laughs> 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 Which was fun. Playing up and starting reading the night before my exam <laughs> again for the twentieth time this in my <laughs> life as a student. Like, why don't I just do it? Oh. Pick a random day in Easter holiday and make that your all-night cram date rather than just the actual night before the exam. Yeah. But no one can ever do that. Just the pressure isn't there biting my arse. You can do it. Charles can do it. Charles got like 90 odd percent average this year. Oh, I mean, what was, um, yeah, it's in your breakdown. What? In the 100. Uh, I've won for Friday night. That's pretty good. Applied? Is that yes, the hard yes, one? Yes, it's Friday night. What did you get for... Um, Interesting for all our listeners, but don't do that. 83%. 83? I don't know about 95? Anyone know my Cambridge mark? Do you not know? What did you get? <laughs> 15? <laughs> Who, wait, uh, anyone know? I'm guessing about 15. Something 15. Uh, yeah, 12. 12. That's, being, that's the lowest of the lowest. <laughs> that's like so harsh, thinking it's 12 and 15% level. What did you get? Bear in mind, I was up all night, night before, revising for PDEs, which I failed as well. I had no sleep. The exam was at 9 o'clock in the morning for Just came in, went to the pub after. It's because you were complaining about it so much. I think that had to be low. And um, I went, went to bed, and then slept until about 6. And, and then tried revising for, for the exam next day, which was coding theory. And I hadn't used any lectures. This was a brand new course for me. And it was, the exam was in like 12 hours time or something ridiculous. 14 hours. It's not looking like a 15 percenter. So, um... I then didn't do any work until about 1 o'clock in the morning when I eventually came out to Tim and Dog. Got a cab there. Really nice taxi driver, actually. He was a Christian. Interesting taxi. Anyway, I should ask him to pray for me rather than anything else. And then I came in, started revising a little bit. Realised I'd fucked it. I was going to fail the year and retake. So really dwelling on that more than anything. A long story short, my grade for coding theory on the end level paper was 8%. <laughs> you win. 8%. And I'm so glad that I didn't know that mark after, or before I rang James, who's the, um, the professor for that course. He knew my mark. Speak to him on the phone. If I, if I knew I had to speak to him, and he knew that I got 8%. You did have to speak to him. Yeah, I did. But I didn't know I had 8% yet. If I knew I had 8% yet, I wouldn't want to speak to him. Didn't he have, like, the sheet if you're pregnant? Yeah, he did. He's like... <laughs> and the friend was like, saying, you know, I, I wasn't doing any reason before the exam, like, going with some blinds and stuff, and he's like, I, I must say, Chris, your, your coding theory, Mark. I mean, I mean, I was like, I know, James, I know it's bad. I didn't ask him what it was. I just said, I know it's going to be bad. And, uh... It's simple, is it? 
I don't want the year some reason coming up. No, no, that's what I thought. I want to sit here if you're at the bottom. Right. It's going to be like, wouldn't you get 95? If you got 95, it's going to be like the whole thing is going to be in the bed. It's going to be such the biggest range. <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite as good as the uh, year summaries for the um, exam in the first year I slept through. And lot of and Charles got hundred percent on it. Oh, it's just all done. Uh, no, it's more interesting than that. If you click on the bars, it shows you like a breakdown between coursework and thingy. Yeah. Um, so like, it's not all done on the thing because I've done the coursework and done quite well on it. So I've got like the ten percent for that and the ten percent for the other thing. So I actually got twenty percent on the course I didn't do an exam for. Right. Way back in the first year. Yeah. So it was all done for 20 to 100, and clearly being at the 20 mark. If you click on the breakdown, um, for me personally, it's got my bar at the top of the uh, coursework bar. I've got four marks for it. And then it goes off the page when it like, slides it down to the exam. <laughs> they no one got that low except me, so it, it didn't go that far on the page. It just comes off halfway down the way. <laughs> I did all right on evolutionary physics. Welsh copy. 
I saw it in the cinema like, like at the Welsh, marina. That's Welsh transfer. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Mud. Llewellyn. <laughs> Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Sorry. Let's avoid Shakespeare. Well, we've been fighting France and other things at the time. So, oh, I, I watched the Marie Antoinette. The thing with what's her face? The lovely what's her face? Fine, <laughs> my girl. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. What's all saying? Yeah, I watched that. Um, it was quite good. It's really interesting how you things you overlook, like the back in the day, like um, when you know. Engagement story from a young girl, 14, from Austrian court, who married off into the French court. She married like the French dauphin, who was like the prince of Sweden, who was going to become king one day. So she gets taken there and stuff. So he's like a total idiot, he just loves hunting, he doesn't really know what to do stuff with girls, he doesn't understand like how to have sex with her. So he doesn't ever like try to baby with her. And then she starts it so he's a bitch and some other ladies. Mary Antoinette's barren, why did she give why did she give the prince and all this? In the end, like, he gets his back together. He makes marriage mm-hmm. and uh, saves himself, and then, like, the poor get poorer because he can't see loads of anti American like, and the palace and stuff. But anyway, they, the things that I found interesting was how when she's getting taken from Austria to Paris, they just showed her, like, in the cart, the horse and carriage, with, like, her ladies in waiting, and, like, what they were doing for hours and hours on end, because it was so long to travel anywhere. And cars and they bought just the whole like routine of being in the royal family. And on the first night when they get married, they're always being followed everywhere. Trying to get married and stuff, they barely have time to talk. And then they're in bed together, getting a nice sleep, and loads of people there like waiting, like going to so they can finally go to bed. It's like a bishop or a cardinal testing them before they go to bed, just before they're going to get it on, kind of thing. And like two young like altar boys like next to them, having like, stuff. And they draw the curtains and everyone like leaves. And then like it's just it's so awkward, like painful. Imagine that and it's like such pressure to do it. But sometimes like not wanting it so artificial. Keep love with that atmosphere. It was a very interesting story. <coughs> and I quite enjoyed it. Sounds alright. You've had a job. Test sense is pretty good at some you ever see Wimbledon? Yeah. Oh, like it wasn't good, but it's fun. Or it's genre, as they say. It's generally a bad genre. It's genre, it's like one tennis film in the world. <laughs> I meant like Wimbledon. romantic Wimbledon. comedy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Did you watch that Curly Bullets movie? Yeah, yeah. Curly Bullets. I actually thought about this the other day. Like, in slow motion, it kind of looks like, oh, that could happen. That doesn't seem too illogical, a bullet curly. But you know how quickly a bullet goes? And the last scene where she shoots it and it goes in the circle. You know how fast the bullet would go and what that would look like in real time. You'd be like, Vroom. obviously I don't understand the view, can't understand the hand motion I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just like 
that quickly, it wouldn't happen like that. I mean, <laughs> realistically, it'd be probably slow. Realistically, it wouldn't probably go through 12 people's heads. You know, that might slow it down. <laughs> Plus, it'd probably take a deflection. Basically, you have to master model. If you want to watch Wanted, you have to ignore all sense of reality and theme. But other than that, you enjoyed it? There's some crazy whoops. Was it the Loom of Destiny or something? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. This Looming Machine. It's not a spoiler. It's this Looming Machine, and it looms out the names of people that are going to be killed and stuff. It's like a weaving. Is it a looming machine? You know, like. Industrial Revolution had those looms yeah. for the shuttle pods and that. Yep. Basically, it was one of those, and it told them who was going to die. Okay. They, they got a microscope and they looked like a misfit. Was it actually called Loom of Destiny? Yeah. Like that. <coughs> Weird. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it did have something. Okay, um. I rented a film fairly recently called Dan in Real Life that was excellent. Dan in Real Life. Dan in Real Life. The, the name Dan. Yeah. Figure out what I think. It was really good. Um, about this guy who's got three daughters and his wife died a few years ago and he's trying to figure them out and he meets a girl and it's all very... It's kind of, I suppose it's a rom-com because it's a comedy and there's a romantic element to it. It's not like a stereotypical cheesy cat rom-com. It's actually very good. And very worth watching. I mentioned this to you two earlier. Um, I think Chris may like the idea, or he may suddenly chat heresy. You never know. Technically, I suppose it is heresy. But it just sounds like the most amazing film ever. A Mexican movie, Chris. That mm-hmm. is called Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh, <laughs> wow! Let's watch it. I've no idea how to find this movie. But the concept is Jesus teams up with the famous American uh, Mexican wrestler El something or other El Hasso or something no, um, it's in the book behind you there <laughs> El Hasso or whatever um, um, they team up to fight vampires that can walk in daylight <laughs> it's, so it's so nice that in Mexico that their hero everyone loves is Jesus <laughs> Jesus and this wrestler but it sounds like, like the most amazing movie apart, ever like, so basically, you know, it's like Batman and Spider-Man team up to fight evil. <laughs> like, what are the Mexicans like? Well, they love that wrestler and they love that Jesus boat. So they smashed into the fighting duo. <laughs> I, I just want to see the film. Gotta go find this movie. Crazy. Yeah, that just looked awesome. Mm. I also discovered what would the vampires be doing. That's so weird. It'd be like. Jesus, turn this water into wine. No, turn this wine. No, water into wine. 
Yeah, they will float, don't they? Oh, yeah. fuck, I've lost it now. Perfect. I mean, if vamp- vamp- vampires are like, scared of the cross or something, they're obviously... If they're also like Jesus, right? I think Jesus would just pawn them old school. Yeah, I suppose that is a bit of a one-sided battle. Well, the to be fair, like, I'm sure like, neither Jesus nor vampires are big fans of the cross. Yeah, yeah, Jesus isn't going to like that. <laughs> 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 <It's a good laughs> Not fond memories there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk around all these crosses to remind myself. Yeah, I thought that sounded excellent. Yeah, I'd watch it. That would be funny. Like, what would Jesus even say to the one? No, he couldn't. I don't know, I've not seen it. Um, is there anything else we're going to talk about? You mentioned discussing the best Pixar films. Let's discuss that. I always get confused with Pixar films and the other ones. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I know which one's a Pixar. What's, um, what's the new one with the robot? That's Pixar. That's Ant. Uh, DreamWorks. What's the one with Will Smith? DreamWorks. Really? Shark Tales, DreamWorks. Shark Tales? Oh, I thought we were talking about... Shark Tales, DreamWorks. I thought we Pixar. What's, um, basically, DreamWorks just copy whatever Pixar Yeah, there's Bugs <laughs> What's Life. What's Toy Story? Ants. Toy Story's Pixar. And Star, I didn't hear ever thought Pixar. Pixar seems to be pretty good, then, compared to... The Ants I love. There's Toy, Toy Story, Story, Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, Cars, The Incredibles, Ratatouille, Wally, Ratatouille. What was Who's that, Pixar? More Soldiers. That's not an animated movie. I have real life people, including including Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst was the blonde girl in. Did it have Van Diesel or something as well? Van Diesel, not that I remember. It had a hard man in it, didn't it? I mean, he generally. Am I thinking of the other one? The, um. We're talking fully computer animated. The worst thing that was. Small Soldiers is a DreamWorks movie. I'm thinking uh, the soldiers, soldiers from Toy Story, I think. The army men. The army from Toy Story. I figured that was a whole film on its own, for some reason. No, Small Soldiers is a <laughs> Small Soldiers is a very good movie, and made by DreamWorks. Alright. But it's not that. They should do okay. a film with the little army men. I think that's what it was. No. <laughs> what was it? There's Universal Soldier. <laughs> that's a film, isn't it? Yeah. That's not animated either, Charles. That's an 18. But isn't that with really small people? <laughs> so it will be children. No. Oh. That's got my need. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's like proper old school, that film. Oh. Van Dien. Like Van Damme, maybe. Maybe. It might be Van Damme, yeah, too. It's basically the same name. Yeah, anyway. so it's pretty cool. It starts off like these terrorists are kidnapping people. Have you seen that one? Universal um, Soldier. I'm going to make up some details, but it has been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. The army creates some Uber Soldier and he gets that from Brawl, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, 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 at the end, all the policemen are surrounding the building and the Universal Soldier just walks down. That's like, Rambo. No. <laughs> Robocop? No. Or like Terminator 2. Um, <laughs> no. Obviously, it's like when he's in, when he's in the building with John Connor and he's got the yeah. anyway, um, you know, They do this really kind of thing where they by these sentries who are like terrorists like guarding the history and they um, they take the wolf talkie and they put like headphones on it and they time it and play it so that when um, when the other terrorist goes how's it going checking in the headphone will like play and go yeah checked in it's supposed to this and you're asking me that's all but you can all the people yeah. oh, so do you ever play any of the army main game uh, yeah, going back to not small soldiers I had the one of the very first ones like, it was... army men 3D 
that looks good. Have you, what, the PlayStation or PlayStation One? Oh, I saw that. Well, I do. I mean, an RTS, I guess. Look at that. Yeah, this one was on the PC. It's like really old. Yeah. Quite fun though. You get to play like fight across bedrooms with the different guns and like motorcycles. Yeah. Pretty much enjoyed that game. I saw our own space house last night. I saw you had Tiberian Sun. I was like, oh, Tiberian yeah, Sun. Love that game. Yeah, I think it's Bench Pass is on the Three. Yeah. Ken's Rafa comes on. Red Alert 3, though, just come on the Red Alert 3 is on the board. Isn't that not general? They're making one. Yeah. It's a different to general. Yeah, it's actually Tiberian Sun continues on that. Oh, really? Yeah. There's three races now. There's obviously Kane's Law and DDI, and then there's Retailing. Right. Wow. I love the the video clips on that. Yeah, they've got, um, I can't remember, they've got one or two famous actors. In the taxi. Because they, they, they don't see... Called bullets. They don't see GI yet, do they? they uh, no, no. I think he plays Tanya or something. Tanya's not in that one. Tanya's a legend. Yeah, Tanya's a legend. I like how they do, like, real... Ding, ding. You're on it. They do, like, real news reports and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to watch the clump on the build. Well, I've been playing Civ 3 the last couple of days. Nice, Civ 3 is always good. Civ 2 won't play on my computer. <laughs> so, Civ 3. Quite f- I'm having fun. I've got that on my computer. Yeah, Civ 4. What? Civ 4, yeah, I haven't got it. Civ 4 yeah, isn't as good. I don't like Civ 4 as much. It's good. There's some aspects that are annoying. There's also that new Civ, I don't know. I love really happy Oh, that, that new handheld yeah. console version of Civ. It's on the PC as well, but. I'm not quite sure what that is. It's a sort of simplified it down a little bit, but it's the same, same idea. Hmm. I quite like the extensive version of the extensiveness of Civ 4. Yeah. Remember when Dave's barbecue? Like, I think it was you and. There's a whole day playing Civ 4 and like, never came down once. <laughs> I think we played a box to get a burger or something. It's crazy. It's not like Civ 4 is a live game. You can, you can just walk away at any time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this is Empire has a game. It's like, oh, you ever play Shogun or Rome Total War? More, mm. yeah, big map. And hours, like, moving troops. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, like, some rubber land will get taken by the enemy. It's like, moving back there. And it's like, well, you know, like six hours have gone. It's three o'clock in the morning again. <laughs> <laughs> for like the fourteenth day in a row, yeah. you've almost captured the whole of the known world. One another. Played the Japanese one a little bit. Very good. Yeah, I didn't get into it that much. But you don't get as much control as this game. No, no, you get a lot more in like medieval. Battles, I was. Then you have to go into battles, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So that's where the more. If you like the other games that were made, though, is. Although the battles are based on it's, um, yeah. it's much more on the strategy of the world. Yeah. The building houses, building I mean, city buildings. I prefer, I prefer Civ with the strategy of the world, and I also prefer the, the Warhammer games, Shadow of the Horn Drought and Dark Omen. Oh, where you, where you just possible, control yeah. the units on the ground, you don't have basic units. You just start with. Okay. The more like. Well, basically, Shogun takes a war, but just for battles. Okay. And for every in battles, you, you can buy new armor. Oh, right. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's an extension. It's 
Any person asking me to go, I haven't been for three for me. I swear though, my jeans, jeans class will take off and broken. It's like such a pain thing. Like, it's very cold on the beach thing. So I told my friends earlier, and today I decided to wear all my attire leggings I had on me, which is in my rucksack. I popped the jumper on and then out of my jeans, it's made it into a scarf. And it went very well. And cooking in Brighton, it's something I've learned in three years of living there, is you can literally wear, wear whatever you want. And no one cares. I think it's really good. Because it's not comfy. You have to do it a few more times around the town centre. Yeah, yeah, that's the only risk. It can't, it can't last. Because it's crazy. Yeah, only people. It'll pay off. <laughs> I think we're done. That's not including people who've downloaded on iTunes, which apparently gives it like another hundred before they can Who's listening to this? Most people be like, what's that? And then that one, that's right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Chris! <laughs> we've got our heart and soul into this! <laughs> well, um, if, you're, if you are one of the viewers... Just because you like, don't listen doesn't mean other people don't listen. No, that's true. I forget about this. We need better advertising campaign. Yeah, just subscribe so on need, iTunes. We need people to give us comments and like, write in. We asked that several times every episode. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna we're giving up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did get some for a while. We'll what email address is it to? Allgeeknochic at gmail.com Allgeek. No cheek. No cheek. One word. A-L-L-G-E-E-K-N-O-C-H-I-C. A-L-G-E-E-K-N-O-C-H-I-C. 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 A